Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by BetSperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. Andy, looking good today, man. It's December. It is now the holiday season. Oh my God, my fucking kids. Every day for like three days my seven now he wants to know if it's like the day that you start eating the chocolates out of the advent calendar oh is it is today the day finally (laughs) it's december 1st little bastard got to eat a chocolate for breakfast i mean the gap the the gap between finishing your halloween candy and getting the advent candy is interminable (laughs) it's so yeah there's no like thanksgiving candy no it's not thanksgiving desserts suck when you're a kid who wants pumpkin pie i don't want vegetables for dessert what is this crap yeah. give me candy yeah no i uh i 100 percent put some whipped cream this. on this gourd um <laughs> yeah, no, so we are we are yeah the stupid elf on the stupid shelf without... you're gonna make a dessert out of nuts this is gross christmas yeah christmas right around the corner and uh yeah we're here we're ready we're gonna go through the whole week i think four teams on by so Pulling out the Monday night game, 13 games to cover today. Oh, Enjoy shit. having you here. Hit the thumbs up in the YouTube button chat if you're around. And let's uh let's get pumped up for this week. We had a uh kind of ugly Sunday night, ugly Monday night, hopefully uh exciting Thursday night. LFG. I think uh, so, at least maybe for one team. I think this is gonna be a better game than we've seen from the saints in a little while. Some of it's because of the switch, switcheroo at quarterback. That, that, that's the only hope. Some yeah. of it is because the saints, like if they're ever going to try to quote unquote, save their season, like this is sort of the last stand, right? I mean, the market certainly thinks that this number has moved into four and a half. Um, somebody out there believes in these plucky little bastards from the dirty South. Uh, what's the, um, what is your general read on how the Saints defense is going to match up against a fully healthy for the first time all season yeah, Dallas Cowboys it. offense? Um, you're going to have all the horses on the O-line. You're going to have all the weapons in the in the passing game available. Um, how many carries does Zeke Elliott deserve in this game? Don't you think they continue? Like he practiced all week, but they're still saying his knee is a little. I don't know if they're using that as an excuse. Give him the day off. Give him the day off. They honestly honestly should. I would, you know, I'd dress him just to make you prep for a couple different backs. And like you said, give him like five carries. Like just take it easy on him. I think honestly, if if they're going to be a fully healthy offense, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if Zeke's hurt or not. You've got you got Papa Pollard back there. He's fine. When the weird, this is the weird thing. It's not like this is rare either. It seems like this happens. The Thursday to Thursday, both teams playing on Thursday night actually got a full week of rest. Every year it happens after. And, yeah, it happens now. Every like it's it's a weird game to wrap my head around. Like oh, just somebody because you get to Thursday night and it's like all right, who has the rest advantage? And I guess probably the Cowboys. They played three hours earlier. So we'll, we'll give it to the Cowboys there. But a big a big thing about the Saints is like the Saints played last week. Yeah. <laughs> cool. that, if you can't see me, I'm doing very uh sarcastic quotations. The Saints played last Josh week. Josh Allen was crazy effective. Like he just it wasn't like a 
big yardage number and really the touchdowns touchdown passes are sometimes a little bit variance. Like you go look at the, the, the Tampa Bay game. We'll get to that. You know, like those all could have been touchdown passes. Just Lenny ran a couple in like, it's, you know, sometimes that, that I think that stat can be misleading, but Josh Allen was 23 for 28. He just looked good against that defense. They made him look good. And that, uh, or, and that uh, Bill's defense looked pretty good again against, Missing a lot of missing a lot now for the Saints. Now that if Kamara's out, like this is a play on the Cowboys. If they're going to be healthy, I think he's out. You're missing two starting offensive linemen now at this point. You're starting a tight end at quarterback. I don't know if I trust anything about this offense. And if the defense is going to stink against the Bills, they're certainly. I think. Uh, I think Dak is an upgrade right now over Dak with his full complement of weapons is an upgrade over uh, Buffalo. He looked great. Like, they lost the game last week. Go look what he did. He was he was a monster last week. He was fine. So I lean towards the Cowboys. If we get if we get confirmation on a couple injuries, I'm probably playing him at five or under. I hate I, doing yeah. this on the road, but I no, it, I, I agree. Is. I agree with you. No, I think I think that's fair. I mean, Josh Allen and Dak are kind of a wash as I look at their numbers this year, as I'm looking at them right now. Um, Dak's he's had some ups and downs. He's been a little hurt. He's been under pressure at times, but with a fully healthy offensive line, and as you mentioned, he can choose Cooper, Gallup, Lamb. Like he can absolutely pick this team apart if he so chooses. Um, the one good part about the past defense for the Saints, Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, it was funny watching Stefan Diggs put him on roller skates last week. <laughs> that was uh, quite enjoyable. Um, Buffalo came in with a good concept last week. They played up. They buried these guys. I don't think that we see this a, a repeat of that. I think this is a more competitive game. For what it's worth, these two teams tend to play uglier, lower-scoring games when they've gone head-to-head. I will never forget last year. The Dallas Cowboys came out of the gates. Their first three games. Was it last year or two years ago? We'll say two years ago, actually. They came out of the gates. First year under Kellen Moore, uh, back when um, the uh, this was under the Jays, the previous regime, the Clapper regime. Um, and over the first three games, that offense was superlative. They were elite. They didn't even have CeeDee Lamb. didn't matter. They were so good. And then game four, they went to Superdome, and everything changed. They played slow. They played for field position. They kicked field goals instead of going for it. I think they scored like ten points, and that was kind of a uh, uh, that was kind of an eye opening wake up call. And I don't not saying that that has any bearing at all on this game. It's totally a dependent sample. But for whatever reason, Dallas tends to play these games kind of close. And you know, similarly in a in a close fought game that was similar to Thursday night's game, week one against Tampa. Um, where they were, you know, they were fight- in that game the whole time. They lose a close one. Um, they came out the next week and played the Chargers, and they played them tight. You know, they played field position. They played keep away. Uh, they just dominated time of possession. Wouldn't shock me if that's plan A here for the Cowboys. But you mentioned it, no Mike McCarthy, so maybe they really do. Maybe yeah. Kellen Moore takes the uh, t- Kellen Moore takes the uh, the uh, Ferrari out for a spin. I'll uh, Ferris Bueller's day off here. Yeah, maybe he just really tells Quinn to bleep off. I'm doing what I want. I don't have McCarthy in my ear telling me, you know, we're gonna feed, we're gonna feed Zeke these swing passes anymore. We're gonna play some good ball. And yeah, Ramchek, Teron Armstead, both questionable. Even if they play, 
that's you know that's an issue if they're banged up with Andrus Pete already out from earlier in the season. If you're going to be missing three fifths of your starting off a very good offensive line from the beginning of the season, that's going to be an issue against a, a pass rush that has sort of gotten home at times for Dallas. I think that's been a nice little bright spot. So, yeah, if any of these injuries are trending that way, I'm going to bet Dallas, and I'm probably going to bet Dallas anyway. <laughs> are you okay? All right. Yeah. Well, uh, let's hope it's a close game at halftime and we find an advantage play on the Cowboys second half because that's kind of where I want. I'm already doubling down. People are all a a Twitter about uh, Ben McAdoo. I didn't know Ben McAdoo was on the Cowboys staff. He's a consultant. What does that mean? That's a perfect job for him, (laughs) a guy with his name. Ben McAdoo. Is is it a perfect job? Do you want any consultation from Ben McAdoo? I don't. Not in my God, life. Those are, let, let's not even relive those years. <laughs> yuck. Uh, the Mac yikes, years man. were yucky. Yikes, man. Um, yeah, what a weird stuff. I absolutely Dan Quinn it spooks me a little bit. Yeah, hopefully this is Kellen Moore takes the Ferrari out for a test drive. I would love to see it. Um, 47 is a low total. That's starting to trickle up. Um, most of the action one way here on Saints. Is that what you're seeing? No, I saw some fours to start. Uh, we must I saw four because I saw six at Circa get bet to five and a half, get bet to four and a half, get bet to now a flat four and a half. I've seen I saw fours in the market the other earlier. You you could have laid six at Circa on uh, on Monday, man. Well, I'm glad we didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, you think? Yeah, no, I think uh, the 29th. Setup. Yeah, I'm setup. seeing it was a setup. Okay. This is a setup so for they can so they can get the game day limits down on the on the on them boys. And them um, boys. All right. All yeah, right. It, it opened four some places. We got bet up and then there's resistance. I don't know. Oh, okay. People trying to middle that five now that five's so modal. Um <laughs> I've seen tweets about it. Minnesota yeah. heads to well, the I, silver. Yeah, dome, this is, the Pontiac silver I mean, dome. just imagine if this is the six one game. That's a five point margin. That is a five point margin. The total would come under. <laughs> so yes, the the Vikings head to Detroit to Motown to Hamilton North. Mm. Going to be laying points on the road here against the dreadful Lions, who their margin of defeat over the past three games is like five or six total. Like they, they one of those almost, was a zero. One of those was a zero. That helps keep your margin of victory low or margin of defeat low. But they're playing teams close. And, I mean, some of it was the competition. And, obviously, you saw just Pittsburgh look dreadful in that game. And, uh, I mean, last week it was kind of just another another uggo, I guess, if you want to call it that, with the with the Bears winning by two late. Two, and yeah. it I feels like they're close. But at the same time, Minnesota's offense is – is good. They're not going to be in a 14-16 game. Defense has had some issues, but if it's getting back to health and there are a few pieces that are looking like they're going to be hopefully returning, good teaser piece. I see seven and a half is a lot of places, honestly. Not a not a bad teaser. I hate laying it here. I, I would not lay points with the Vikings. Yeah, I'd, Dan brings up no Swift. I said this real early in the week. I said I'd, I'd be thinking about taking the points with the Lions. Not having Swift really stinks for that. And Andy. Jamal Williams is fine. Like he he's run good, but at the same time, like man, that's you're you're really in a bear cupboard now. All I have to say, don't overthink it. Vikings cover this seven. 
it is a sweet, sweet, sweet spot to be laying seven. Do you you, you remember two weeks ago? The Detroit Lions were 13 point dogs to the Browns. Was what, what, why be scared of seven here with the Minnesota Vikings team that has an offense that can score points? Uh, this is in, honestly, uh, your little sample of their average, um, you know, their average. Yeah, those were three deficit. ugly games. Those were three ugly games, three ugly and, quarterbacks. And you know what that was? That was you endpointed me there. Go forth. I know, I know. You go one more. Go one more. <laughs> go well, one no, more. I mean, <laughs> they well, lost let's, forty-four let's, to six to the Eagles. Yeah, let's not yeah. completely just endpoint though. They did have, if you want to just start cherry picking instead of endpointing, they are weird. They've had other games where they lost by one or two points, and then yes, they've had numerous blowouts as well. The Niners game to start the season probably should have been a blowout. That was a weird, a uh, lot of garbage time backdooring in Week sure. One, but I mean they, they've had. It's more than those three. They've had other close games. I can't quite figure out what is going on with teams. Andy One Dalton of those actually, other close games, ironically, was against Minnesota. Was the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, um, I will. I came. I will point out, though, however, that uh, the market told you that the Vikings were eleven points better on the close there in yeah. Minnesota, and I'm not even sure that you have the same help. The same quality golf now that you had then. <laughs> golf was playing better football then than he's playing now. Uh, Dan Quint, Dan uh, Campbell was calling plays last week. How'd you like that? That looked pretty good to you. You're gonna go. You're gonna. You're gonna expect them to uh, be able to execute whatever the hell that was. I don't think so, man. Uh, yeah, Vikings like get it. a cover. Vikings finally get a cover as a favorite in this one. I I believe uh, I laid the seven. Not my favorite play of the week, but it's one that uh, I don't think. I don't think this one is one that you regret. Like, holy crap, why are the Vikings determined to make this a, a one-score game? Um, also, by the do way... Do you think oh, the, the Delvin Cook thing is depressing it a little? Because it shouldn't, really. Absolutely, I think it is. And you remember what happened last time Delvin Cook didn't take the field? Madison, Madison ran, ran, ran a fucking muck. Yeah, he he ran a muck. <laughs> yeah, he was running a muck out there. Uh, and they won by 10. Was that the game against the... I don't remember which game that was, but that was like one of the handful of games that they like legitimately did not have a problem covering, if I'm remembering correctly. Do you remember which game that was? Was that the uh, Panthers game? Yeah, maybe. They, they did Panth have no, trouble the Panthers, covering No, the Panthers one. game was a trouble covering game. That, Jamar Jefferson, Jamar Jefferson played Thursday, I believe. He was suited up Thursday. So, yeah, probably see some Williams, some Jefferson. And if the Vikings can get some pieces back on defense, yeah, I think you're I think you're right. I'm still teasing it. The last time they played the Lions, they did not have Cook. Madison ran for 113 yards and they barely won. <laughs> so they, I mean they should have yeah. lost that game. They were so yeah, they should have. They should have. You're right. You're sure. All right. You're Drew, Drew's right. taking the Vikes. I did. Vikes. Vikes for me. All right. Let's same exact here's the exact oh. same game. Here's a <clears throat> touchdown-ish. Road favorite against a crappy NFC North team. Andy Dalton, decent yardage last week. He did look semi decent. Again, it was it was the the you know the Detroit Lions that you're going to look good against them, even if you are Andy Dalton. You think kind of a lack. Good? I mean, just from a yardage standpoint, like he didn't he didn't bottle it. He didn't screw anything up. He was fine. Okay. Like go go look at his box score. Kind of look at his yeah. His, let me take a look at that. Real quick. It wasn't you, you can go. Wasn't, ahead. It wasn't a horrible game. They just couldn't punch it in. And then uh, Arizona now 
hopefully getting everybody healthy. If if Kyler's healthy and D Hop's healthy, this should be ten, right? Yeah, you're right. You know what? Andy Dalton's EPA per play point two three. That's a solid game for forty four plays. It, it was weird. Like yeah. the EPA does how match do they up not the scoreboard? How, yeah, how yeah. do they not cover this game? Jared Goff's EPA per play, by the way, zero point zero. <laughs> you Good could job. Have, you, you could have just snapped it to a running back, <laughs> and it would have been the same. Not their running backs. No, you could not. No have, God, because oh, they God. were all negative. <laughs> they were all negative. Um. Yeah. Uh, what okay, so let's let's assume for the purposes of this handicap that Kyler Murray is back. Let's assume for the purposes of this handicap that Hopkins plays. Um, I'm not betting this game, I would lean Cardinals, but I really would really would like to see what kind of form those guys are in, particularly Murray. Um, the last time we saw Kyler Murray, he was limping off the field against the Packers after losing on Thursday Night Football. And at that point in time, we knew he was dealing with a number of injuries. It wasn't just the ankle. He was having a shoulder thing, a finger thing. He was really yeah. beat up. And uh, if week one Kyler Murray shows up in this game, it could be 41-0. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, in general, Cardinals defense, I think, matches up well against the Bears. Uh, they do some yeah, if blitzing. And if they want to be throwing, like, Buda Baker's been good. Um, I don't know who the other corner is, but Byron Murphy's good. And they've had a good pass rush, and they, yeah, like you said, they've had success blitzing. And this is the most sacked team in the NFL. It's Number not the one. most sacked quarter. It's it's nice that they've played two quarterbacks, actually three, I think, and they've got to split up. They got to share the sacks. It's not just one man taking the brunt of it, but they're the most sacked offense. And a lot of that comes down to a poor offensive line, a couple of poor quarterbacks, and receivers not getting separation. So. Yuck, yuck, yuck. They've actually only played two. There's been no Nick Foles snaps this year. <clears throat> there hasn't been. I feel like he was – I'm incepting my – I'm going to say he did play. I'm going to incept myself and do it. Okay. Maybe he took some snaps and kneeled, but I don't remember any I, game. I don't think, I think you're right. I don't think got did. to kneel. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, okay. So this is a this is an information collection opportunity for me. If you want to be a CLV – if you want to pay for – if you if you're trying to collect CLV so you can pay for your kids' Christmas presents, I I think you're fine laying the eight with the Cardinals. That probably closes ten. Am I crazy? Uh uh-uh. uh. Once all the injury, wanna... once all once all the players are confirmed in, it's just gonna shoot. Yeah. How about uh, weather? And this one is. Uh, can you collect? Can you also collect some CLV planning over here? Not looking great for the weather. Okay, it might so be issue in that. Chicago. Yeah. So yeah, so pass because that's a wash. If it's bad weather, but Murray goes forty-one three, doesn't really help you. That'll be a funny one. Doesn't so, really yeah, help you. Lean Cardinals. I, I think if you believe in the injuries, eight's going to be cheap come Sunday. Are you going to tease Cardinals? I think so. Okay. <clears throat> Cardinals. Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals. Patriots. I have a. I have I a better. Pretty teasery. I have a better second leg than Patriots. No, you don't. Oh, that's yes, a, that's do. uh, that's subjective. I I can tell you with almost mathematical certainty. <laughs> um, okay, Tampa Bay. Atlanta. I said, I said, pleaser. Oh, pleaser. Oh, oh, sorry. I, I don't have either way. Either, like, <laughs> either way, doesn't matter. <laughs> um, Tampa Bay, Atlanta is a fun one for Tampa Bay fans, I guess. Um, Atlanta technically alive for the playoffs. That, that's yeah, that's the thing too. Well, they have the same record as New Orleans, and you said New Orleans 
fighting, you know, this is a last stand, stay in the playoffs. Anybody with five wins is definitely in the mix. Minnesota was five and six, sitting in the seventh seed before Washington bumped them out with their win on Monday night. Five and six is very much in the mix, yeah. despite how bad some of these teams are and what's going to happen down the the locker the room. The locker room dynamics are different. This it's a last stand for New Orleans because they have lost four straight and a fifth loss. You probably guys in the locker room are all like, we don't got it. <laughs> you know, yeah. Atlanta has been win one, lose one. We'll beat the beat the dregs. We'll get our brains beaten in by the good teams. You know, like for the last handful of weeks here. So you know, they're they're just they're treading water. They'll be in the mix. If a, it, you know, they may be a team that can put something together at the tail end of the season, even if they lose this game at five and seven. I don't think that guys in the locker room are like, well, let's start making plans for January in Cabo. Um, you know, I think this is still a. They probably actually, if you're in Atlanta, you probably go to Cancun, Bahamas. Probably go to the Bahamas. Yeah, I'd go you're east. Kind of, yeah, you're not going to Cancun. You're not going to Nassau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Funkin' Nassau. Yeah, you're making your trip. You're making your your reservation at the Atlantis. Um, Ooh, the um, nice. so cold. Here. This number is high. Eleven is high. Uh, I think fair is probably under ten. There's a little bit of a tax here to back the favorite. Um, it's but yeah, Tampa Bay in Atlanta. Is a better team. I have like an eight point eight. Yeah, and I'm, that's I'm where I'm about where it. I'm at too. I'm not playing it. I'm not playing it either. I'm not playing it. I didn't actually even think about this one. Right. Yeah. Ryan's looked pretty rough. This is a. This is a, they didn't, again, they didn't even really need monster days out of the passing game. L- playoff Lenny. They're not a team that's ever going to give Leonard Fournette 25 carries. Like they're just not a, they're not a volume running team. They're a team that out of their plays, out of all their offensive plays, the proportion of them that are passing plays is the highest in the league. They're always going to throw. You just, I, whoever, whoever, you know, uh, AJ Terrell's on, you just throw at somebody else and you go win the game. I don't think it. Uh, I don't think it's like a complicated uh, blueprint to winning this game. You go down there, you get it done. But it, it is one of those two where, so you're up by ten. A team does not have an incentive to win by more than two scores late. It's, Especially uh, it's Tampa, a they've the done that to us a bunch this year. Yes, they gave they let uh, Philly in the back door. Never forget that one. They let the Giants in the back door. Eh, I can't remember. What was the Giants' margin? Now I gotta look this up. Who do they I let in the back door? They let the think, no. They won. They won by twenty against the Giants. They covered. I think one. I washed that game out of my brain, man. <laughs> that was two weeks ago, dude. I know. That's what. That's what, uh, that's what the, the holiday drinking will do to you. That well, was two Mondays ago. Right, Ryan. Ryan ago. just he had those that stretch of a few good games. He's been rough. He's been throwing a lot of picks. This uh, Tampa defense, despite being injured, maybe not as strong in the secondary. Opportunistic. That Winfield pick was amazing. The other game, like they, they have some players, they have some, they have some players. So yeah, no, no bet for me. No. <laughs> what do you think of this total though? If Atlanta, it looks if Atlanta can get on the board, what does Atlanta have to get to to get this over? 13. 17. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm being disrespectful. To 21 Falcons probably. Uh, Falcons defense did hold. Uh, I, you know what? I need to re, I need to recalibrate because. I was thinking back to when the Falcons played the Patriots two weeks ago. And, um, you know, the Falcons defense, I was like, oh, well, they, you know, they let the Patriots score 26 or whatever it was. Uh, some of that was defensive scores. 
so yeah, this Falcons defense did hold the mighty Mac Jones to like 16 points offensively. So maybe they can keep uh Tommy touchdown Tommy uh into like a 30-ish point game. So I think actually you're right. I think they need to score 17 to get this to 45 to the over. Either way, I think that is a perfect price realistically. So I didn't play it. <laughs> Should we move on? This is the teaser yeah. like of the week. And it's eight and a half at a couple oh, places. I like I like this one too. The eight and a half down to two and a half for your Colts who are dynamite. And you could do you think, and I'm not being facetious. Yeah. And I want you to answer this with the most honest answer in your heart. Do you think the Colts could win this game? Without Carson Wentz, and by without Carson Wentz, I mean direct snapping Taylor. One hundred percent wildcat. It doesn't always have to be Taylor. It could be Hines and Some handoff Hines, to yeah. Taylor. It can be a wide receiver. Do you think they could win running the ball one hundred percent of the time? Uh, I think they win that game like sixty percent of the time. Yeah, I do. This fronts... I wouldn't say it's a certainty, but it's a no, likelihood. No, no, absolutely, it's a likelihood. Yeah, yeah, it's more than fifty-fifty that if they no, direct I, snapped every every snap to Taylor, that they win this game. Should be able to impose their will offensively here. And then the Texans, despite some uh, players being nicked up for the Colts, mm-hmm. Texans offense lost mm-hmm. to the Jets, man. If you can't, mm-hmm. if you can't beat the Jets secondary, what hope have you here at home? I mean, it is at home. It's something, but uh, the, yeah. And Patrick brings us up the way the Jets ran on this defense makes me worried about like, that we're gonna, and you know what it makes me worried about? It makes me worried about I'm gonna have to sit in my fucking office on Monday and hear Jonathan Taylor MVP talk again. Just ludicrous. You know why you hear this crap? It's stupid fantasy football. Like you know, there it is. It's stupid fantasy yeah. football. Fantasy football distorts reality about who matters, particularly this time of year. If Lenny, certain Lenny running backs, where's my Lenny certain MVP running backs talk. are winning high leverage games for people in fantasy football, they just go go. They just lose it all over themselves. Uh, like, 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 love this guy. He's so good. He won me my fantasy matchup. All right, nobody gives a fuck. Um, so no, that's that is absolutely driving some of the reaction to, uh, you know, because like, what was like, what, like, like, what, like, explain to me what in the ever loving hell was going wow. on with the reaction to the Tampa Bay indie game where people were like, they didn't run the ball enough. Like, you heard some of that, right? Yeah. I I I did like a triple take. I was like, huh? It's more than a double take. I, I did a triple take when I heard that stuff. I watched every snap of that football game. Uh, Frank Reich deserved uh, a medal <laughs> for his philosophy and approach from snap one to the final snap of that game offensively for being in it. I did not understand why people were so aggressively calling for Frank Reich accountability and not running the ball enough. I uh, That missed me altogether. I don't have a lot to say about this game. So what's your favorite double take? Uh, my favorite double take? Like in a movie or something. Oh. That's a trope. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. That's a really hard question. I got to think hard. What Do you have one on top of your head that you can help me out with? Uh, yeah. What? Uh, Paul Rudd at oh, the end yeah. of Wet Hot American Summer. That's a good one. 
That's a good one. <laughs> like, That's a really good one. Perfect. Sexiest man of the year, Paul Rudd. I'm, I'm trying to think of like the best double take gifts I've seen. Uh, there's definitely know, some just, good double you take. You could just gifts. type in double take in Twitter while we're, we're we're on the next game and come up with one. But yeah, I'll yeah, I, I don't. It. I don't, I'm don't gonna, have. A, I'm going to think about it, Andy. I'll think I, about it. I don't have an appetite for this game. I don't like this total much. I don't know what to make of this. This is one of those where it's like, yeah, if the Colts decide to get squirrely, they could put up a lot of points, or they might just play it tight, keep it close, win by a few. Where you know, one of those games where you win by six and it's just never in doubt. Yeah. So, all right, Paul, Philly the Paul, Jets. The Paul oh, Rudd one is one. good. The yeah, Paul Rudd close. one is good. There's a a really good uh, uh, Woody Harrelson one from uh, Oh Kingpin. Kingpin. Yeah. Uh, there's a really good. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger double take from God, I don't know what that is. Uh, must total maybe... recall. I yeah, watched total, maybe. I, I watched total recall the other day. God, great, you know what? The most, movie. the most unrealistic part about that movie is that his name was Doug. <laughs> <laughs> he has this thick Austrian accent. My name is Doug Quaid, like, no Douglas Quaid. Douglas. Yeah, right, we he, got, let's yeah. move on to the Jets. He hadn't the had Jets? the full, he hadn't had the full, um you know, uh, accent, uh, uh, coaching yet to that point was, in his uh, career. Sharon Stone's great in that. Um, it's great in everything. She um, was outstanding in that. Yeah. Philly at the jets, a team that has never beaten the other team in the history since the merger 11 and all. So, oh, uh, dude, Rick daddy, weird Christmas vacation, mall shopping. Oh, the mall shopping That's a really, really, God, really good one. On That's a really We're, good one. We're going to get a hit great with... double take. Go God, go to go to the Twitter post that Drew has like this stream going on and just <laughs> post a shitload of these double takes. Double just takes ruin ruin his mentions <laughs> as we had to sit here and talk about the Jets. Uh, if you think Zach my Wilson... mentions haven't already been ruined for a while, you're in the wrong oh, conversation, God. my friend. <laughs> I got that Zach Wilson is a downgrade from anybody else, strictly because he takes so many sacks, man. Yep. Yeah. He's worse than Joe Flacco right now. And I don't say that lightly. I don't want to put that evil on anybody, but this is this is a bad spot for the Jets, man. He's mm-hmm. he's just not there. He doesn't everything nice we say about Mac Jones, everything nice we said about Joe Burrow and continue to say about him this year. It's the opposite. He doesn't look poised. He doesn't look ready. He doesn't look comfortable. He doesn't like he doesn't look like he's comfortable going through his progressions. He doesn't look like he's comfortable controlling this offense. He doesn't look ready. Like he just looks rough. And this Eagles defense kind of getting after people. He's gonna get I might just play the sacks over and watch the Eagles get there themselves and ignore the rest of this game. Do you have a I mean, do you have strong feelings on the Eagles? That, well, we played this under it was a bad, 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 bad loss for the Eagles. They probably should have won that game. Yeah. It puts them in a tough spot. They're you know, they have the five wins, yeah. but they have one extra loss compared to Minnesota. San Fran, some of these other teams, even uh, Atlanta and New Orleans. So they're a little further behind in this playoff race, but not out of it. Got it's a you know, gotta have it game. What's up, Nut Flush? Nut Flush, yeah. Our guy. He's a San Diego guy, but he's a San Francisco Giants fan, so he's in hostile territory. Um the uh the under, I, I think, is still a good look here. We played it at 46 on Monday, and it's born almost entirely out of the um the likelihood that Zach Wilson gets sacked seven ish times in this one. At least. Um, so, and on, you know, and it looks like Hertz is going to make a, 
he's gonna make it a go. He's gonna make a go of it. He's gonna give it a give it a college try. What what number did you get? Forty six. Nice grab. I I agree no, with you, you there. You called it out because it was yeah. it was high. Oh shit, at Chris, do you remember this? Yeah, we bet. It was high. At, it was forty six. Was the highest number on the board at Chris. I have so now much forty five. This was our only bet, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it just with the fact that Jalen hurts, if his foot is that takes away such a big part of his game. Truly does. The Eagles' offense might the Eagles might lose this game if if his offense takes a big step back because of that, which would be horrible and end their season eventually. Uh, essentially, not eventually. Eventually, the season will end for everyone. Thankfully. Thankfully. Mm-hmm. Time waits for no man, but yeah. Either way, I, I do like this under quite a bit. I'm looking for the Eagles to maybe take a step back offensively. They, I mean, they didn't look good last week offensively. I don't They're know how this balls, is a rerun. Honestly, hurts. this feels yeah. like a rerun of last week. They probably win instead of lose, but it's still we're talking it's even about the same a, city. We're talking about an ugly, same stadium. Yeah, yeah, same. Uh, um, oh, interesting note by Jimmy. I didn't realize how banged up Kelsey was. Um, yeah, I, I I'm not running to back the I'm not running to lay the points here with Philadelphia. They certainly haven't proven anything. Uh, that number trickling up to a touchdown seems a little sus. Um, a little sus. But yeah, this doesn't really have a type of a, a wide open feel uh, <laughs> to get to 46, 47 points. So happy to be on the. Look under at this here. guy. I should I should have talked to this guy before I went out. The Marine layer. It didn't ruin my vacation. I loved every minute of San Diego, but boy, yeah, that uh, it was cloudy. I'll yeah, it, up on that. You should have seen today. The fog today was intense, man. <laughs> e soup, pea soup, thicker pea soup. Yeah, it was right, like you know, out for a morning run or a cycle. You, know, you had it on this, swivel. This reminds hot. me of that Chargers game where I laid the look ahead. And just for and you had to remind me six times that I bet the game like two weeks ago. Like and this game was this show was two days ago yeah, when we did our openers. Wild. And so Chargers, speaking it's, of it's alcohol segue, does this to you, man. It's weird. I know. I was telling Drew that too. Like we're in a ton of mixers like uh, that were being used when we drank <laughs> out in South Dakota. It was just like we we would mix it with ice until the ice ran out. Then you had to go all the way to the garage to get ice out of the deep freeze. Nobody wants to do that. So no. some of it was just straight whiskey. And I'm going to be doing that again Sunday. Chargers of Bengals, three-point favorite at home. Paul Brown Field, I think. Still called that? I said Is it? Pontiac Silverdome earlier, so I know that one isn't quite right. Bengals, uh, I mean, they're missing, they're missing a certain something they had earlier in the season. They're just not getting any production out of their rookie receiver anymore. But luckily, T. Higgins stepped up nicely. That was a – I don't know how much I want to put on Cincinnati. Big Ben was off. Like, Big Ben was horrible. That I mean, his interceptions were rough. I mean, you've seen him coming while they were leaving his hand. Like, oh, no. Like, that's, that might go to the house. And then you see it get jumped by a corner. And, um, you know, Cincinnati, you, you can't take away from a team who got a win just because the other quarterback played bad. They were good on offense, yeah, and they yeah. ran really, really well. And as everybody knows, we've been ad nauseum all season. The Chargers can be run on pretty easily. So I guess look for Mixon to have another big day. And you got to hope that uh, I guess our guy, Herbert, gets it figured out. He's had some rough games. He's had some bad interceptions himself. And really, the, the Bengals' defense, it's an okay defense. This is not 
you know, we're not going to mix these up with the Patriots or even the Browns sometimes, but who's your, who's your number two defense, Drew? Uh, let me take a look off well, the top of my, who's your number one defense? Vikings. <laughs> oh, I, I'd have to, I'd have to look. I was just thinking of like how, how new England has played lately. Like if uh, I took a small sample of the last month, new England's gotta be there, right? New England is in my top five. Yeah. New England and Buffalo are my top, but Buffalo, both, begr- Tampa. both begrudgingly, both, both, yeah. both begrudgingly are in my top five. Cause I think both have had very, very, very soft schedules, particularly Buffalo, uh, late Jesus. of late for new England. And uh, at the beginning oh, part really? of the season for Buffalo um, also in my top five, Baltimore, who I find suspect defensively uh, the Niners and the uh, Niners defense has picked it up of late. Where's my fifth team? My fifth team is actually uh, Cleveland Browns. Downtown Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mixon probably runs wild. Like this, this offensive line hasn't been great. Uh, God, Burrow, damn, all Burrow, these this is suck. This There's is not a getting, good defense in the NFL right now. This Sorry, is getting ahead. no. There isn't here. I mean, you're right. It's not. It's not a year. It's not a thing we might ever Pats, have again. Pats might actually be the best defense, even though they're, they they're been, right there. Have not been tested. J.C. Jackson. Um, Cincinnati's offensive line slash Joe Burrow getting hit hasn't gotten a lot of pub, but he's been sacked a lot, and you know, knock on wood, he's managed to not get the the bad sack from last year where you hurt your knee, but. He's been hit a lot, and the Chargers can certainly get after it if everyone's healthy up front in their front seven, which hasn't been a thing they had a lot this year. So I don't have a strong take on this. I I do like the under in this one a little. I think it's a titch high. If they're going to go heavy mixing and their defense plays well again, I'd probably have this closer to 47, 48. The game you're describing is basically basically, uh, Bengals-Raiders. Like that's the game you're describing. Uh, Can we get a weather report from the Queen City guys? Game. What was the Bengals? What was the Bengals final score against the Raiders? That one was one that should have gone over, and I was banging my head against the wall, and it didn't. Thirty-two, thirteen. I think you can get a little better on more honest effort out of the uh, Chargers than scoring thirteen points here, but they've been up and down. No counting on those guys. No counting on them. You can't, you know, they, they, hey, Chargers could come out, blow doors off here and look amazing and get the win. And I wouldn't be surprised, but I did not go run to the window and take these three points. No, thank you. That someone else, someone else can play that. Um, and here's a couple things to note about why not. Game. It's a tough spot for the Chargers. Chargers were at mile high last week in altitude. Yep. They went back to LA. Now they got to fly across the country and play in the morning. Can you imagine following up altitude with spaghetti chili? Your body is not going to be right. I might just lay it with the Bengals here. I'm sorry, Drew. I, I, I had to just spit that out. Um, I can't yeah. imagine, especially if you're if you're like a granola eating uh, Cal, you know, LA LA kid. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's tough on your system. Yeah, you're gonna have heartburn for days. Yeah, eating, um, eating trail mix eat, with tree bark in it. Yeah, the uh, the matchup you pointed out of Cincinnati's running game against the soft-ass run defense for the Chargers is concerning. Uh, the Chargers potentially playing with their backs against the wall, going forward at every opportunity seems likely. Um, I think this is realistically a, a very tight, tightly contested game. Uh, tough. No, it's contest. a good number. Uh, good number. Um, 
and still think I think I might be on this under, and I might regret it. Okay, so tell me, um, you like the if you had to bet either of these team total unders, are you betting under twenty six and a half for the Bengals or under twenty four and a half for the Chargers? Probably the Chargers, and the, the Bengals can be beat over the top, like that is that's a thing. But I just haven't seen it. I haven't seen the connection on the deep ball. I'm gonna go back and look at some look at some splits for the Chargers. I'm not betting this right now, but it is it is on the watch list. Okay. Um just like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> oh yeah. Better be. Better be. Um it was great and blow. The uh um, I guess if you, let's let's say that the price is right. Let's say that the Bengals have a better than fifty percent chance to win this game. Okay. Let's just put that in the queue for a discussion that I'd like to have in a minute. Okay. That would put the Bengals up to eight and four. If they win. Okay. Uh, and it would give them the tiebreak, obviously, over the Chargers. <clears throat> um, let's continue down and blow right on by the New York Giants taking on the Miami Dolphins because Jones neck knows? Jones neck this injury is, is a thing. Oh man, I'm not sure I can pull the Giants back up off the top. I almost said here's, Glennon. Glennon's here's not a, there anymore. Yeah, it is Glennon. Yeah, it is, it Glennon. is Glennon. What? Yeah. What? Here's here's where I was gonna go. Here, what, here's here's the joke. With then, what are the chances that there would be Glennon and Neck in the same tweet, and it wasn't a joke about Glennon's neck because that's what came across the wire yesterday. Daniel Jones' neck injury, potentially. Mike Glennon is a go. Glennon, um, if Glennon is in on the bit too. He has to say something in the presser when they ask him, like, hey, you're starting this week. And he has to be like, you know, my neck's fine. Just yeah. throw one of those out there. Just be, be on, on it, Mike. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't know that it's a massive downgrade. It's certainly not something I'm adjusting heavily for. Mike Glennon's obviously a career backup. But he's been around the league. And Daniel Jones has been up and down. You watched the Eagles game last week. It was marginal. By both teams, it was a, a little rough, little little bit of a rough hang, but uh, yeah, I I don't I don't know what we're doing with this this total. Look at this total too. Is there a hurricane? I don't think so. Um, it's just people aren't buying in the two experience, even though he's putting the data on the board that says he is legit. That that's the only discussion I wanted to have. Like over the last handful, and I think handful's probably right because let's call it five games. He's he seemed fine. Like it's not spectacular, but he's not losing them games like he had been. Like is Tua is is Tua gonna be a starter in this league that is like you know like I'm trying to think of a good analog for him. I'm trying to think of a game where he lost the game for them. Where was the game that he lost the game for them? The games where he got injured and they had to start Brissett. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, uh, but if you, I, you're okay blaming him for getting hurt, I am. He's okay. put together loose, as they say. He he does seem to be a, a guy that uh, finds a way to get hurt. Um, they lost to the Jaguars. Ooh, Miami lost fun the facts Jaguars? today. Miami lost to the Jaguars. Oof. They lost to fellow Atlanta. fellow Andrew Oof. here. Yeah. Ooh, and the the twins just signed Dylan Bundy. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> God. Uh, 
Tua did lose the game against the Falcons. He threw some red zone picks that took points off the board that really prevented them from winning that game. Uh, he did also lose them the game against. He lost me the cover when he played the Buffalo Bills, uh, and he threw that gross pick at the end that gave yeah. the Bills the go ahead touchdown, the front door touchdown. Still pissed about that. Um, true accuracy reflects that was a win on my record this season. Um, the uh, but yeah, the last three weeks he came comes in, he gets the win against the Baltimore Ravens, and then the last two weeks uh, plays very solid football against the Jets and the Carolina Panthers. His statistics are all are all absolutely spectacular. He's completing eighty five percent of his passes over that tiny little sample there. He's got three touchdowns and only one the one pick. He even got it done on the ground a little bit against the Panthers. Um, I. I'm not really buying this long term, but I do think it's going to be enough for them to beat the Giants. Uh, and hopefully they continue to string together wins in Miami. Um, maybe even hopefully they string together some covers because it would be nice to have a, a nice little solo opportunity on Tua later this season when uh, he gets oh, goes up against a legit offense that he has to go score for score with because that is the secret to the Dolphins. The Dolphins go up against a legit offense that is coming. They are humming and they are clicking then they're in trouble because going score for score is not going to be easy for these guys, particularly if it's outdoors, particularly if it's cold weather. Tua gets it done underneath. He does not have the ability to take teams to task over the top. He's going to have a tough time with the New England Patriots defense, particularly, I would say. Um, and uh, realistically, I think uh, the Dolphins probably fall just shy of making the playoffs for the second straight year. Does that sound right to you? Yeah, it feels like whatever the tiebreaker is, they lose on that. Again, 19-way tie. Both divid- or both conferences. It's going to be such an ugly thing. And, yeah, Femi brings up uh, Parker likely back in the lineup. That helps. I would probably – I'd probably be – if I had to bet this, I'd bet the Dolphins. And I, I forget Parker is even part of the equation, and I honestly don't know how much he matters. Some of these other guys – you know, the idea that Waddle was starting to get more of a – wide receiver one role was probably long-term good so if you take away some of his targets i don't know if i'm feeling great about parker being back i don't know i think i think you're thinking of the secret of nim patrick that's a good one about mice (laughs) some old giants have failed to break 20 points quite a few times yeah the giants team total they broken 20 i guess go back to the washington football game they did sure they have are any other ones they broke 20 hadn't been very many although they did fire jason garrett so there's that. Um, they scored 25 against the Panthers. Dude, did you remember that the Giants beat the Panthers 25 to three this season? That happened this year. <laughs> the Panthers, I don't have, that game. Panthers have been such. I a, have tuned out the Giants entirely. I've tuned out the Panthers, man. Yeah, they've been weird. a very, very tricky game or team to okay. figure out. So. All so, right, Washington pass. football team in the. In the they're Sin asking City. the jackpot here. Well, asking yeah. the jackpot. Not only that. Ding ding ding. Oh, that's funny. I didn't even mean it. I'm saying <laughs> they played Monday night. They played two nights ago. Yeah. Washington will travel after a Monday night game and head to Las Vegas, who is off a Thursday night game. So you have the big rest advantage for oh, our yeah. Las Vegas Raiders here. And I forgot this was an ass in the jackpot game. Yeah, ass in the jackpot. Derek Carr looked pretty good. They won. They got that done. They, you know, it was a bunch of different, a bunch of different things. The defense 
obviously gave up a lot of points, but Dak is very good. Like Dak is is one of the best quarterbacks in the league when he's healthy and everyone's healthy around him. He has games like this where he's very, very good. I do not believe Taylor Haneke is of that quality. He's a great – he looks like the kid from Where the Millers, by the way. Mm. When he has his helmet off, he cracks me up when he mm. talks. But he uh, – yeah, he's gritty. I Like, what are all the things you say about a guy who's, like, not that good, but he tries real hard? Because that's uh, – he's, he's cerebral? Okay. He's okay. <laughs> uh, the game is slowing down for him. A little bit. Yeah, it does feel like it to me. Um, last three weeks, at least, Washington's played a hell of a lot. They've been a lot spunkier uh, since the bye. Um, and in fact, if you have a Washington football team win total under, prepare to sweat <laughs> because yeah. what looked solidly like you were going to get that winner to the under now they won three in a row. Yeah, and look at their schedule down the stretch. It's not, uh, there's yeah. some winnable games on there. There's some winnable games. Um, so, yeah, the tough part, the, the, I think I want to say that the Washington football team has played either the toughest or the second toughest schedule to this point in the season. Actually, it's only the seventh toughest. Whatever. They've played a tough schedule. Uh, it's getting a little easier. Um, and this is, a, this is a game that really flips this result for you one way or the other. So you better hope this is an ass in the jackpot kind of performance for Washington. I would like a tie. <laughs> I will take a tie if that tie is... 24 24 going into overtime and then there's one more score because i played the over 49 here that, that's not how ties work there can't be one more score no, there no, be two. Saying, i will take a 24 24 tie into overtime and take my chances that we get one more oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, although sorry. who's kicking the ball for the washington football team this week? i don't know that is a good point i think if you want to bet this game mm. maybe look into what they're doing with kicker because mm. joey sly effed up his hammy and obviously they had to go for two. They were doing some different the things. Shelf. They had a punter on the sidelines warming up, thinking about maybe kicking things. Ah, uh, yeah. Take a look at this, and at your own uh, kind of at your own peril here. In general, the Washington football team, I think, can go score for score with this Raiders offense. In general, I think both defenses are one-dimensional. They only offer a pass rush, and if the pass rush is not getting home, then you are going to be able to move the ball on them. Uh, Las Vegas's pass rush is going to meet a relatively stout Washington offensive line that is starting to get healthy, starting to play really well, Hoggets. really starting to – the Hoggets are really starting to establish their – they're starting to win in the trenches. Uh, Vegas, on the other hand, uh, really only has Crosby and no one else going for them in the pass rush at this point. Um, I guess not. Ngakwe is good too, but whatever. Yeah. You can they 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 they're going to be able to pass pro for Heineke. Heineke is going to be able to pick apart the secondary. Terry McLaurin is a nice matchup in this one. Logan Thomas is back. Did you see Logan Thomas is back? Um, Antonio Gibson absolutely solid out of the backfield, both running and uh, passing attack. Uh, McKissick not likely to go, I guess, which is or maybe he's questionable. Maybe he goes. Who knows? But yeah, I think Washington's offense is going to be able to score some points here, and I think the Raiders absolutely answer. Really, what you want to know here is. Will Sean Hockley be on the field for the Las Vegas Raiders in this game? Uh, the answer is no. Sean Hockley will be in Cincinnati eating the yeah. spaghetti chili. Spaghetti chili. That's your punishment for fucking up the most watched game on Thanksgiving. Sean Hockley, we're sending you to Cincinnati. <laughs> was that the 26 <laughs> penalty game? Yes. Oh, God. Even oh, Man, that I did drink one. too much. Fuck, I can't remember <laughs> anything from last week. What is wrong with my brain? Hey, it happens I need to, to the best of us. Man. I need to go see a neurologist about this. Um, 
Yeah, there's Curtis, an easy Curtis fix, Samuel but playing, it's not a happy Curtis fix. Samuel playing probably helps with you over here. So, <laughs> Baltimore at Pittsburgh. I'm. I tried to say nice things about Pittsburgh last week. Getting that defense back put together. I don't know if it's going to matter if this is what you're going to if this is the effort you'll get from that offense. Mm-hmm. Ben Ben looks rough, man, and. Uh, their running game is really bad. I, you know, we talked about it preseason. We talked about it in the preview shows. We said, like, hey, this offensive line is going to be a big problem. It really hasn't come up a ton during the season. You know, maybe we talked about it some when they face the Browns or another decent pass rush. Mm-hmm. This is a, a team that likes to bring some nasty blitzes at you. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have – and the way this offensive line has been operating, you're going to bring one of these blitzes, and there's going to be a B-gap the size of a truck and someone's going to come and the, the way they do this, they'll find the opposite side of a running back. And Ben is just going to get hit so many times. I feel like I don't like this at all for the Steelers. They're, you know, they're five, five and one. They're not out, out, out of it, but they're damn close. And the Ravens, despite, you know, a few weeks of this defense, not looking so hot they're, they're It's been okay. Like it's been, it's a work in progress. It feels like they've got pieces. They just, they're start, it's kind of like the Patriots thing. Doesn't it feel like the Ravens kind of putting it together a little? And Lamar, like the, the problem last week wasn't any other part of the day. It was Lamar. Lamar threw four picks and they won. Like, what does that say about everybody else on the team? And obviously the opponent, like the opponent kind of shit things up too. But um, like yeah, Lamar threw really four picks and he really, Browns. I, I kind of want to hang, I want to hang a lot of it on the Browns, but at the same time, like they did enough to overcome just horrific. He didn't even have a good day running. He didn't do anything right. Um, yeah. Jeez, man. Uh, my, my feelings are complicated, and I want to spend a, a little bit of time diving deeper into this as we are winding down on the interesting games. I didn't play this yeah. game. Um, some of our sharp friends really love Baltimore here, for what it's worth. Uh, this has gotten bet up to five, I believe. Is that right? There's some four and a half, I think, but that's it's circus at a five, so they may be leading the market on the way up. Um, interesting that the Ravens, after that ugly win, are getting bet this week. Um, yeah, last week I thought the rate that was a wrong result. I think the Ravens covering was the wrong result. It is what it is. Um, the Steal the uh, um, Browns only score ten points. I laid four and a half with that team. Which uh, team? The Ravens. You laid it early in the week. Oh, you did. Oh, I got a bad number, and they oh. they made whatever. I'll take okay. it. Fair enough. Um, the um, question I have for you: uh, Ever since the pod we did, where I ex told my love for Lamar Jackson and talked about how he ought to be the offensive player of the year favorite. He has sucked. Yeah. That's been a theme with stuff you've said, like oh, you're jinxing man. people. It's funny. I, it's I coincidence, gave him the kiss on the forehead of death and he has sucked since then. And he, he even missed a game with the freaking flu or whatever. Yeah. He just was. had the, the just sick skipped, tummy. Just skipped a game. Um, Cause he was sick. Um, Bubble guts. He, he, my 
like, is this going to, is he going to snap out of it all of a sudden and be the dynamic player we remember? Or is this like a more long-term cycle that he's going through of trying to adjust to whatever they're asking him to do? Uh, is he not right? Is the offensive line uh, such a problem that he just can't operate the same way that he did two years ago? Because this offensive line, don't get me wrong, this offensive line is awful. It's awful. It has major meaningful problems. And he's playing around it, and it's causing some issues, no doubt. Um, this offense, n- nothing about what they're doing looks sustainable, looks good, looks like it will be s- winning football in the months of December, January, and February to me. Yeah. Yet they are the one seed. They are, yeah, I was going to say, despite the all top, the wins. Yet they are at the top of the uh, the AFC North. And they are favorites this week, meaningful favorites that are getting bet by smart people this week. So you would presume that they go to nine and three after this. Yeah. And that's the thing. You don't have to believe that they'll do well in the playoffs to bet him this week. And that's, I mean, that's where I'm landing, especially with TJ Watt out. You know, this offensive line isn't good, but you, you're not going to be even facing what you faced last week. So, so here, line this for me. What are the chances that this is the, okay. Cause because the Ravens have been winning despite playing poorly. Yeah. Well, except for that Miami game. They've still been winning, right? And they are in for if you look at their schedule, I mean, this is a this is a absolute murderer's row coming down the home stretch here. Do you want me to read these games out for you or do you already know? I can't. I've looked. It's not great. You've looked. It's really really not great. This might be their easiest game remaining. In fact, it yeah, probably is their easiest game remaining because when they play the Steelers week 18, it might be not Big Ben at that point. It might be, <laughs> who knows? Um, but uh, they get Mr. At Mr. The, Bouchard. They get the Steelers at Browns, Packers at Bengals, Rams. That four game stretch there after this one, probably going to be meaningful dogs in all four of those games. I will see what Cleveland comes up with if baker continues to just be gimpy baker i don't know if it's meaningful in that case keenum case keenum i don't know the market's going to react you think the market reacts positively to that even though they I would personally. they may well, they, I would say, I, you know despite what we believe like i don't sure. believe the market reacts positively to a backup coming in unless it's yeah. joe flacco coming in so yeah it, it just feels like a team that like we could, you could probably take a look at some of these other teams to win the North in a, in a futures look right now. Yeah, that was where I was going with all this. So what are the chances that the Ravens have just been compiling wins while playing poorly and they're getting their stinkers out of the way and that they're going to turn the corner and start playing better and be a much more dynamic team? That's one outcome. The other is they've been playing poorly and there's lots of signal and there's lots of data that says this team is winning unsustainably and it's going to come crashing to a halt and their schedule's about to get tough. Like, you know, what what's the what's the what's the way this breaks? Because it's one or the other. Probably the latter. I mean, just because you don't have a good offensive line. You have a defense that's kind of doing the bend but don't break in the worst kind of ways where everybody in the world can tell that's what's happening. And it's not gonna it's not gonna continue forever, especially into the playoffs. And yeah, I'm, I'm I'm fine taking some some shots on some other teams. Probably I'm not taking a shot on Cleveland though. If I had to take a shot on some, it's got to be Cincy, Cleveland. Just with, with the Baker situation, I, I'm not excited about that team winning this division either. I, I need to break down schedules. 
Not okay, the time. So not the time for me to this go. This is what's absolutely insane. Four different schedules. This is this is what's absolutely insane about uh, the a, the very tough AFC North. Uh, second hardest schedule remaining: Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. Two of the games against the Ravens. That's why. Uh, third hardest schedule remaining: the Cincinnati Bengals. They got to play the Ravens too. One game against the Ravens. Um, the the Ravens fourth hardest schedule remaining. I'd like to look at those washing out division mm-hmm. games, see how they comp with each other without the division games pulled in there. What the other ones are? Yeah, just you know the comparison of taking out those divisional games and see how they stack up. Okay, Obviously, so we... like 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 the Ravens have two non divisional games left. Yeah, Packers and the, and that's the thing. Yeah, the the Ravens have the worst of it. Like, I, 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 I think since since this isn't easy, but I think they have it a little lighter than. Than you know what Baltimore has, especially the two road games. Pittsburgh has Vikings, Titans, Chiefs left. I take that over what's I take that over what the Ravens have. Bengals have like Chargers, Niners, Broncos, Chiefs left. Yeah, it's tough. All right, I just I'm I'm moving on. I'm done with this game. I don't want Browns to bet any of these. Too bad. <laughs> the Browns have Raiders, Packers left. If I bet this, I'll be betting the Ravens, just because I don't believe the Steelers' defense will do much. Okay. Um, okay. Lamar ran it 17 times last week. That seems like a bad idea. Yeah, it sure does. Terrible idea. Um. All right. Yeah, a couple of stinkers here we'll get at the end. I'm going to bet the Rams first half. I talked about this on the other day. I don't know they cover this number, but after a few bad weeks, we've seen this before. I think it was during the – maybe not the Texans. I can't remember who they played that day. They played a bad team. They're at home. They're playing the Jaguars, who despite the defense playing up a little bit. I mean, Robert Woods matters. That sucks. But they did bring in OBJ, and if you're not going to get after, if you're not going to get after Stafford, I'm I'm fine taking a first half look here. I'm still upset, man. The Browns should have started Case Keenum last week. They would have won that game, and they would have won they the damn AFC they, At least the second. They would have won the damn AFC North. All right. Um, sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I played the over in this one, Jags Rams. I was I was wishy washy about it when we talked about it on Monday. I ultimately pulled the trigger on Tuesday after I caught a flat forty seven. Um, okay. It my angle is not strong. Uh, I am expecting a bounce back here from the Rams. Uh, it's going to be weird how being at home and playing the Jaguars is going to make uh, Matt Stafford feel lots better. Uh, he's not going to have. He's not going to be feeling any injuries in this one. In fact, he'll be feeling quite good, I think, and he'll get uh, you know thirty eight ish points on the board because that's what the Rams do. They tend to bury these these awful opponents. They just put them in the hurt box. And I think the uh, the Rams and Cooper Cup, that's your fantasy combo of the weekend. Uh, Ooh, are we giving daily. out DFS stacks? Well, I think that's, that's I, I think take. you stack that. I do. It's not a hot take at all. No, um, I, I thought about it. As soon as I said it, I'm like, oh, weird. Yeah. Stack, stack Cooper Cup with his quarterback. Yeah. And Stafford, I mean, I, Stafford, is, Stafford is ailing. That's why I, I he's not right. Yeah. But I've been I know, saying, I've you, know what, you know what makes you feel a lot better? Playing the Jags. Um, I think that's going to make him feel a lot better. Uh, in general, that's like, like coding. Or something 
Yeah, well, maybe that too. Um, in general, this is a good spot for the Rams to flex a little bit offensively. And I think the one thing we do know about the Rams, besides the fact that when they are playing a weak opponent, they have awesome offense, uh, is that their defense is not great. They're not. They're susceptible. They can get scored on. They're going to give up some points here. I don't think the Jaguars are going to get to like 20, but I don't think you need them to get to 20. I think you need them to get to like 17. Uh, and uh, my um, uh, my fair here i have the rams getting to 34 i have the jags getting to 17 so i think this gets to 51 points and uh there'll be potentially some garbage time scores the rams don't take their foot off the gas when they're playing the weak opponents they're trying to rack up rack up points they need a they need a confidence building win after the last handful of games that they've played and their schedule by the way is not get easy down the stretch in fact they are a they are a fuck up away from falling out of the playoff picture in a very weak NFC, really, which is crazy to say. Um, but the Rams finish with Cardinals, Seahawks. Nah, that's easy, I guess. Vikings, that's easier than it looked, I guess. Ravens, Niners are their last two. So actually, it's not as bad as I really remembered. I remembered it being like hell week going in for them, but that's not that bad. Um, so eh, maybe, the Ram maybe the Rams are safely in the playoffs. What do you think? Oh, I think so. Just they got seven wins. That's like two spots ahead of all the other shit teams. They're gonna have eight. Let's. I mean, they're they're like a ninety percent money line on here. So you would assume they get this done. Although better teams have failed against the Jaguars. I don't think we see a Bills repeat. The Rams have been good about this. Playing playing a bad team and getting up for it. Like they're not gonna have that weird spot. I think so. Yep. Rams first half for me, and then I. Geno Smith scored thirty one points against the Jaguars. Let never forget. Last time, last time the Jaguars went west, they gave up thirty-one points to Geno Smith, guys. Geno Smith's good. Geno Smith should be starting again. That is an interesting conversation to have as we move to San Francisco, Seattle, where I laid the points with the Niners. I laid the three. It's trickling up to three and a half. I think that's correct. Um, major takeaways from Seattle's Monday Night Football debacle. Debacle. <laughs> that um, was a debacle. Uh, they realistically, I mean, they got that one late drive that was somewhat like made the score closer than it was. But did you see Russ's yardage know, total man. for the game then? Before that drive? Yeah, or I was going to say including? he had 86 of his 240, whatever passing, 250, 60. I think maybe somewhere around 250, 260, but in 86 yards on that one drive. Like they, down by eight up, in in you know emergency time, he was bad. I don't think he's right. I don't think he's healthy. I think he, I think that injury in the hand is affecting him. He made some bad passes, and I'm yeah, I'm I'm out on Seattle. And also, their season's kind of fucking over. You got three wins, man. You need to win out to go nine and eight. I'm not nine and eight might get you into the playoffs, but this team is not winning out. Like you just there's no path to that right now. So. Like, if you get behind, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, they should pull Russ for some of these games. Like, he doesn't need to be playing these. Yeah, okay. So the question then is, uh, does... Okay. Uh, what... So, we what what is known about this game, in my opinion, is the Seattle defense played a lot of snaps on Monday. And this is a quick turnaround before playing a very physical team. And that's not good. It's going to be a gross game. It's going to be wet thunderstorms potentially 
chilly. It's just going to be nasty. Um, Niners. It's Niners weather, man. It's Niners weather, even though it's Seattle weather, obviously. Um, the also known Pete Carroll will waste downs. He will waste downs on every single drive. He will put his guys in bad positions to succeed, and he will um, he will ask Russell Wilson to do things that he is not comfortable doing, considering his hand injury. That's what we learned the last couple of weeks. I think it's very clear now. Um, what I don't know is if Seattle, if San Francisco is as good as they have looked. And that's where I would like your opinion. Have you watched much San Francisco? I don't think you've been betting many of these games, but maybe you've been uh, last we, we, I had the Vikings last okay. week. I so, felt like the Vikings deserve better. San Francisco is grading out extremely well by my numbers. Like you can't, you, ha- you can't miss it, especially if you are doing some time decay and you're kind of upweighting recent performance as opposed to just taking the entire balance of the season. San Francisco looks very, very, very good. Um, their defense right now, incredible against the rush. Incredible. And Nick Bosa starting to get a little bit of pressure on the quarterback. In fact, if I'm Miles Garrett, I'm looking over my shoulder here a little concerned about how many sacks and pressures and forced fumbles Nick Bosa has racked up over the last handful of weeks. Uh, he's coming down on the DPOY race. And in fact, you can find them at 41 in some places. I love that as insurance. Um, do you let Russ cook or do you order Uber Eats? Well, we know what Pete Carroll's answer is to this. He's going to establish Alex Collins at all costs. No, um, no, 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 he is not. Oh, is Alex we're, Collins we're, out? We're promoting a DJ practice Dallas? squad player. No, a practice oh. squad player. Hall oh. of Famer Adrian Peterson. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to be activated for the game. Wait, he's, Hall- he's, Adrian Peterson? Is he's a Seahawks Yep. So I'm very happy I have some Niners in pocket then. Um, I guess the question is then, what you've seen from the San Francisco defense, is it a reflection of who they have played, or are they actually getting much better? What you're seeing from the Niners offense, is Jimmy G finally comfortable now? Like, he was clearly not early in the season. The Trey Lance experiment did not work this year, and he's playing with confidence and dealing right now. Um, Would you, like, I, I, I was blown away, like, since week five to today jimmy g has the highest epa per play of any quarterback in the nfl was amazing to me um what you know is this a mirage or uh is my read on this niners team being legit fair no i mean i i feel like the minnesota offense is much more dynamic than seattle and the seattle defense is not good like they've they've had big issues Obviously, we saw them hold uh, Washington down, but Washington isn't. Uh, I don't know, man. The Niners' offense isn't exactly dynamic. Debo out, that stinks. Um, but they have yeah. other weapons. You're getting Jamichael Hasty back, I think. You have some more weapons out of the backfield to throw to. Uh, I'm not interested in laying these here, just because I, I do worry about they use Debo so much. If they're going to try to do that sort of stuff with somebody else, or just you know, like, oh, we have to switch the offense because we have to replace what Debo's been doing as a running back. Like, Corderell's getting all this love, but and Debo's doing it too as a weird wide receiver that's running the ball a lot. It's a thing. Hopefully, that becomes a thing. That's kind of fun. 
So I'm I'm staying away because of the Debo injury, and I believe they have a couple. Um, oh, I don't know if Warner Southie. You know, I'll be perfectly frank with you. I think Warner is he's been a bigger deal in name than an actual performance this year. Yeah, I, I mean he's above replacement though. I mean it's he's not above good. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Yes, without question. Yes, but oh, this is a good uh, point too, though. No love lost. There is no love lost. Yeah, you could probably throw these records out. <laughs> If you were so inclined, you could throw these records out. And I think that's really, in some ways, shading the market a little bit here. Because um, it should be more than three, the way these two teams are playing right now. Um, the way these two teams... The, this this game was three back in September when the Seahawks pulled off the upset in a game where Jimmy Garoppolo was hurt and eventually knocked out of the game. And... There was a bunch of other weird injuries in that one. And the Niners were the right side. I had the Seahawks, and I was sweating. Ultimately, they win and covered. Um, but that was a three-point game. Yeah, I was going to say, you remember the games they played last year or the year before? They all I'm come fine. down to the last play. I'm, yeah, I'm fine, <laughs> just never, I'm fine never betting a Niners-Seahawks game again in my life. Yeah. Oh, my God. I am sweating out an insane Hawks-Pacers money line right now. And then, yeah, Seattle does Holy get some home shit. field, especially uh, 30 seconds left. Lamb game. hits a step back three. Trey Young kidding. loses the ball with nine seconds remaining. Chris Duarte misses a finger roll layup. Trey Young gets the rebound, three seconds remaining. He sent him to the free throw line, makes one, 113-111. Oh, my God, my stomach. Oh, I can't watch this. Sorry. I have a huge Hawks money line You're out there today. Sorry. Um, okay. Any final po- final points here? Are you going to play this game at all? Are you just staying away? No, God, no. Okay. You can have that. Like you're you're on the right side, but I won't bet it. Do you think uh, Niners make the playoffs? Are they comfortably in in the NFC? In your opinion? So they have a win over Minnesota, and they have six wins. They are definitely in the catbird seat, which is silly that they're six and five, and they're in such a good spot. Um. Yeah, they have a couple decent, if, especially you get this win, seven and five puts you in a pretty nice spot in the NFC. He probably, like I said, nine might get there. And also, here's the other thing I vowed to not take a favorite in the NFC West matchups this year. Dogs are nothing for me. So I wish you the best of luck. Atlanta Hawks, 114, 111. <laughs> The catbird okay. seat. That's the thing. All right, let's close her up. Seat is a thing, man. Denver. Right, Denver. Is that a just turn that into a Denver? Denver. 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 We Denvered our way down to Kansas City to play at Arrowhead. Arrowhead. Nice little uh nice little spot for the Chiefs. They're coming off a little extra rest, if you haven't heard. I don't know if uh is that I don't what know they if say? It's really been brought up yet. Honestly, I feel like it's been light this week so far. Maybe people are just finally sick of it. This is like <laughs> the this is like the uh the Stafford um oh I almost said Billingsley. That's not the right guy. Um Kershaw. The Stafford Kershaw thing. Like, yes, we get it. The uh the Chiefs are good off the bye. What about Stafford and Kershaw? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I think they dated Never the same this. girl or something. They dated the same girl. Oh, it's like Madison Bumgarner. Uh, date, he went to prom with Madison Bumgarner. 
Maybe. You ever hear that story? I don't want to. <laughs> uh, Vic Fangio versus a coach off the body is gold. I don't know if that's true. A Denver Denama one time. There you go. That's how you do it. Denver Denama. Madison Bumgarner. Sorry. Chiefs are 10-point favorites. Do they deserve to be the way the Broncos' defense is playing? Okay. I mean, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, if I'm betting this, I'm betting Teddy Covers and the, and the gang and this defense is playing well. Like the, the Chiefs have struggled with bad defenses or good defenses. Yeah, especially defenses that can do what the Broncos can do. The Broncos, everybody laughed in the offseason when they drafted uh, Sertan on top of investing in the secondary because it's like, oh, so you're just going to completely ignore the quarterback position, but just just put all of the freaking horses in your secondary. Okay, good luck with that. Um, you're going to need to go score for score with some of the dynamic offenses in the NFL. Well, it turns out actually like they they kept Justin Herbert down great well last week, uh, and they have exactly the personnel to play cover two, which has been the big bugaboo for Patrick Mahomes the entirety of 2021 this far. Um, I would expect that they roll out the best of that look that the, that the Chiefs have seen in weeks. In fact, you'll remember very well the last two games that the Chiefs played heading into their bye were Raiders, Cowboys. You know who doesn't have the personnel or the defensive coaching in order to execute well on cover two? Raiders and the Cowboys. Uh, so this is kind of a perfect storm of you're getting um, a shit ton of points uh going up against uh going up against uh the best possible defensive formation that you would like to have uh if you are trying to keep the chiefs under 30 so i think this is gonna yeah, be wait, what what was the day that we bet the chiefs and they they trucked the other it was oh the raiders game raiders raiders we bet yeah. we bet that yeah we bet the chiefs we said they don't like oh hey there's a blueprint like so yeah you can say there's this blueprint there's this too high safety look that really flummoxes what they do <laughs> and teams can do that. Well, I mean, you can hand me blueprints to build a skyscraper. I can't build that skyscraper. I have the blueprints. I can't do it. That's where the Raiders were. They had, yeah. The blueprint was there. They don't have the personnel to run that properly. And they looked like yeah. shit. And we easily covered. And we maybe even doubled down on the second half of some Chiefs team total yep. over. I feel like. So, yeah. Las Vegas was not set up. Where's Fangio? And this defense is... I absolutely think this is a super close game. I'm taking the points. Yeah. Yeah. I I may live to regret this. Andy Reid off the bye may have all of the tricks. But really, Pat Mahomes and this offense haven't looked good for quite a long time. It's really been a while. And they um the idea that it's going to all of a sudden all the pieces are going to fall back into place and they're going to look super amazing against this Broncos defense. I have a tough time buying into it. And in fact, I think this actually sets up for another beautiful, beautiful buy low on Kansas City next weekend. Yeah. When they go up against the Raiders again, <laughs> let's just run it back. Second verse, run it back. Seriously. Same as the first. Um, we didn't Seriously. talk team totals at all, Drew. I feel bad. Um, Usually at here, this point, we, we've picked a couple out. Should we take what? one of the totals here we're on and look at that? I, you know what I was thinking? Uh, as long as we're playing with fire. KC under. 30, 30 and a half? Excuse me? What? Like that journalist. <laughs> the meme. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the eyes one. Okay. <laughs> Thirty now. The, the one where he's he's Oh, do the uh oh here's the one. You know here's a good one. The one where he's are you just doing yeah. memes now? This is here's a good one. I mean, this is great for the podcast listeners, by the 30 way. 30 and a half double take. Um no, I think I think other places have a 28 and a half, so you gotta shop around, I guess, for the right spot. Here. Here's a good point by eight nine, which is a silly name because that's just numbers. <laughs> Seattle team total over indefinitely until one loses. And then he comes Ooh, back Martin and Gale. says, Ooh, yeah. Under. Under. Yeah. He meant under. <laughs> under. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh so instead of Martin Gilling the overs, you're just under. Just keep under. going back to the wall. Back to the wall. Press. 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 He's gonna. They're gonna roll eight again. Press. Yeah. Pop Smurf. What do you think, man? What's the yeah, what's under thirty the... and a half? It's it's doing it. We're we're riding high. We're feeling ourselves. <sighs> this is like when this is like when the quarterback has two good drives and then he just shuts one. I gotta ask you for a different one more one more option, and it's a game we haven't talked about. The Monday game, huh? The Monday game. Did you play anything in that? Not yet. In your heart of hearts, do you feel like this total is stupid low? A little, but I can make a case for why, I guess. Like because of the weather? I I mean, yeah. And and New England is gonna just run and get like three and a half yards to carry and make this work like slowly. And really, I think stymie some of the things Buffalo does where they move down the field quickly. Which is why I like the New England team total over 20 and I'm, a half. I really, really think, yeah. And it's I'm I'm scared to play this because it's so far away and we might have like a foot of snow and 25 mile an hour winds. <laughs> Good call. So not that's and not yes, the, the one. chat that's the chat the played one. the chat played New England like two weeks ago. Oh, they're they the chat is on the Patriots being good. They were way ahead of the, this because they're smart. And that shouldn't surprise anyone who's been paying attention. We have some smart people in our chat. Um, Especially Anthony Roman. I'm seeing right now, looking at the weather, I'm seeing snow on Friday. Little to no accumulation. I'm seeing a snow shower in the morning on Saturday. And then on Sunday, I'm seeing temperatures mostly in the 40s. Cloudy, a shower in the p.m. Um could be rain. Ugh. Oh, this could be gross, dude. If the 20, if the wind if oh, the wind picks oh, up, oh, this this will oh, oh. no, be no, forty one. No. This Drew. isn't it. This ain't it. <laughs> this ain't it at all. Oh man, this could be really gross. We just I'm need seeing... Mac Jones to have a clean game. I want, and also the other thing I worry about here, Drew, is we've got a couple COVID cases. It's only Wednesday. I worry will you bet something here, and I I don't want to put this evil on you, Patriots backers. I think you made a nice play. But one of these is going to blow up so bad. We're in cold and flu season. The COVID cases, the positives are real high this last week. I worry that New England is all of a sudden going to pop like eight guys out. Okay, how about we flip the eight script? Eight men out then? like the movie. How about we flip the script then? Dallas Cowboys over 26 and a half. Tomorrow. Can we just go with the charge or the Chiefs? Oh, Chiefs under. You want you do you want to do Chiefs under? I couldn't I could actually couldn't find a, a, a fairly juiced 30 and a half. I'm mostly seeing 28 and a half out there. Oh. Which isn't as good, but still. Good. All right, Cowboys good. over. We think 26 and a half, Cowboys over? I'd play that up to 40. Dak and the boys. <laughs> Points bet it? Ooh, okay. Ooh. Right. Let's do it. So, uh, right now, currently, by the way, the AccuWeather forecast for evening in Orchard Park, New York on Sunday. 
breezy with rain. Breezy means 22 mile an hour winds, wind gusts of 29 miles an hour, uh, 0.3 inches of rain over the duration of the evening, 76% per- precipitation, temperature, real feel 24. You want to be in 24 degree weather in the rain? It doesn't feel good, man. Your hands get real, real uncomfortable in that type of condition. So. I'm going to close it out with, I just, I just, a chat popped open. And the uh, an article was shared. I didn't know it was an onion article right away. Like it was small, <laughs> where it says the onion. It said Brian Kelly admits that he never actually believed in God. <laughs> <laughs> that cracks me up. Man, he's having it's, a tough week. Yes, I mean that's. I don't that's feel what bad you do for the, him. That's what you do on the way out. Like, yeah. You you spill the sacramental wine and you you take a little holy water with you and you get out of there. Head to the bayou. All right. Again, I reminded you earlier. I'll remind you again. If you're in the YouTube chat, give us a thumbs up. If you're listening to this and podcast because you still have a job that you have to go to or you find some time to listen to us at the gym, I don't know. Give us a rating on Apple. I don't know how that works. I never do that. I'm terrible about that. I should go pick out a few podcasts I like and actually give or them subscribe a good to the pod and give us subscribe, a rate, review. You know what? Comment comments on the YouTube channel are good. If you get those, I, I'll usually be able to respond to some of that. That's, That's more like what I'm interested in. I want the actual real time interaction. Those are our people. You know, leave yeah, leave leave some comments on the on the on the. If you have a bigger question, put it in the comments under the video on the YouTube. Those are there fun. Those I are Drew and Drew and I will check those tomorrow, and we'll, yep. we'll uh, have some conversations with you guys. Yep. Let's have a good Wednesday. You know, yeah. Get your advent calendars open. Um. <clears throat> Get your elves on the shelves, and uh, I don't know. Is it still Hanukkah? Sure. Dan, Dan just nodded yes. So, um, hopefully, your lamp oil is continuing to last much longer than you thought it would at the beginning. I, I believe I have the the dogma right there, and I'll see you guys for Thursday night. going through some of these ref stats holy shit man the disparity in terms of crews and how often they call pass interference and holding is unbelievable